All right, hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Power Sports Memorabilia Show. I am your host, Matt Powers. Thank you again for joining me. Please visit the website, powersportsmemorabilia.com. Also, give me a follow over there on Instagram, at Powers Autographs. So, is buying sports cards at Walmart or Target actually profitable? And that's what today's video is going to be all about. It seems like finding blaster boxes uh, at Walmart or Target is almost impossible to find. I guess you're uh, better off uh, finding a Yeti in the wild, it seems like. I mean, these things are just very hard to locate. People are camping out for hours <laughs> waiting for this product, which just seems insane to me. But there can be big profit margins that can be had if you find this product at its original MSRP. Um, but again, it's very difficult to find. And if you're lucky to score this product, are you actually making money? And that's what we are going to be diving into today. And again, these are just my own thoughts, just to get you guys critically thinking about the hobby. Always do what's best for you and your collection, all right? So before we dive into the numbers and see if it's actually profitable to make money off these blaster boxes, let's talk about the product that I'm going to be using in the example today. Yes, there are other products that you can buy at Walmart and Target, other cards and all that kind of stuff. But for the purposes of this video, I'm just going to be talking about probably the most popular product in 2021 is the 2020-2021 Prism Basketball Hobby Bla uh, Prism Basketball Blaster Box. This is LaMelo Ball's year. Now, what is a blaster box? Comes with uh, six packs per box and you get four cards per pack. So 24 total cards. On average, there's that term again, on average, you can find one autograph or one memorabilia card per blaster. They typically retail for about 20 bucks plus tax and shipping. Uh, so about a dollar a card. So very, very affordable. And you can sell these on the secondary market for about 200 bucks or so sometimes. So you can see how these are very, very sought after and very popular to get. All right. Uh, where can you find blaster boxes at? You can find them online or you can find them at big retailers like Walmart and Target. However, buying them online is very, very difficult. You almost need a bot to actually buy these things now, which is actually kind of sad. You know, bot's this software program that basically essentially does the ordering for you. It works way faster than any human being ever could. So people use these bots to basically, you know, outperform any of the humans that can get and they get all these boxes and they buy them in bulk, buy as many as they're allowed to. It's just crazy, you know. Definitely don't approve of that, but it's just what people are doing nowadays. Uh, your only other option is do what these other people do and go into the big box retailers and find them there and buy them at Walmart and Target and other places like that. However, timing it can be very difficult, okay? You gotta time it basically right when the distributor gets there or you just gotta be lucky and happen to walk by and there's some cards there which almost never happens anymore. So people are just trying to time it when that distributor gets there so they can get in line and get this product. But again, it's very difficult. You, even if you show up there, you're not guaranteed to get the product. Product. Oftentimes they have lotteries when people show up there. So it's just insane. All for a $20 or so box of cards. So can buying blaster boxes be profitable and worth your time? Okay, that's the point of this video. Well, this depends on where you are buying them and what you decide to do with them, all right? So if you've got a bot and you're lucky enough to buy them online at the basic uh, base MRSRP uh, price, yes, of course, these can be very, very profitable, all right? 
Uh, take, for example, the 2020-2021 basketball blaster box. You're the one we're talking about today. You can purchase it online for about 20 bucks. And the last sale I saw on this one, the making of this video was for $175, okay? So that's a big time profit there. You're talking, you know, 800 plus percent minus your shipping and selling fees. So yeah, if you can do that and buy them and sell them, obviously that's a no brainer to do it that way, all right? But uh, let's go ahead and talk about getting it from the physical store, which is what most people I kind of end up trying to do. Uh, so, you know, if you're driving to Walmart or Target to do some grocery shopping and you just want to check the card aisle out and to see if there's any cards there you happen to get lucky, okay, that's one thing, okay? Uh, it's almost similar to buying it online from a time perspective, okay? You're already doing your shopping there. It's not costing you really any extra time to go look for these things, okay? However, and this is where I think probably most of us fall into this category here, if you're making specific trips to Walmart or Target only to see if there are prison basketball cards there, my guess is you may actually just be breaking even. You may actually be losing money even if you score product every now and then, okay? So let's go ahead and break down these numbers real quick and you can see if you agree with me, all right? So uh, Target recently has a three-box limit, okay, on what you can buy on uh, certain uh, card products, all right? So, yes, if you're able to score three boxes on one trip, that kind of changes things, okay? But for this example, I'm just going to assume that you're going to get one box, all right? And assume your goal is to sell these right away, okay? So your goal is you want to get $175 for it. You're going to have eBay selling fees of about $20 minus about $10 to ship priority mail, give or take a few bucks. And of course you got your costs. Let's assume we're paying $20 for this thing, all right? So that leaves us with a net profit of $125, all right? Assume it costs us one tank of gas to get back and forth, all right? We'll call that $3 depending on where you live in the country and what you drive. So that leaves us with a net profit of $122. For the purpose of this example, let's assume that at your everyday nine to five job that you work at right now, Let's say you make the median wage, which in 2019 was $19.33 an hour, okay? So we're just going to call it $20 to make it simple for this math. To make the one trip to Walmart or Target back and forth, let's just say it takes you 30 minutes, okay? Assuming you live somewhat close to it and you don't have to wait in line for any extravagant period of time. So if you consider your time to be worth $20 at your regular job, then it costs you $10 to make this trip, okay? You're making $10 every 30 minutes, all right? So that brings down our net profit on this transaction down to $112, okay, for valuing our time at that equation. However, I would argue that your time outside of work is probably more valuable than your time inside work. Reason being is outside of work, you could be working on your side hustle, you could be working on some freelance work, you could be working on other stuff to further your career. I assume probably most of us don't want to be making $20 an hour for the rest of our lives. So my argument would be that our time outside of work is probably, if not just as valuable, if not more valuable than our time in work. And of course, you know, you can spend time with your family and all that kind of stuff. I know that's kind of a sad, sappy thing to say, but listen, you know, time is our most valuable resource here. As I've gotten older, I've definitely taken it way more seriously. We only get so many hours in a day, all right? So each trip to Walmart and Target costs us $13, okay? $10 for our time, 
plus three dollars for our gas okay again assuming we're not waiting in line for product it may actually end up being longer depending how on how close your walmart is or target is to where you live okay i've seen again i've seen people wait in line for up to two hours or three hours waiting for this product again that's no guarantee that you actually get it there so if you're valuing your time at twenty dollars an hour and you're waiting two to three hours for this product you can see how it can start getting really expensive very very quickly and of course every time we go to walmart and target we're not getting product every single time all right so if we know our net profit not including our time in our gas is 125 dollars, and it costs us 13 dollars to make one trip okay that's our time and our gas we can make nine total trips to break even okay so 125 divided by 13 that equals 9.6 okay so you know we can't make half a trip all right so that gives us nine total trips all right if we make 10 trips now we've lost money all right you see how that works there so how many of us have made 10 trips to walmart or target looking for product and never found any right a lot of people out there i'm assuming all right so at that particular time if prison was what you were after You've probably obviously lost money at that point. Now, yes, there are other products that you can potentially find at Walmart and Target that can be, uh, you know, sellable and profitable on the secondary market. But assuming, you know, like I said, our cost is $13 every time we make a trip, although some of the lower tier stuff there, like some of that top stuff, you know, there's not a ton of profit margin on some of those. So it's just something to, you know, consider is, with that three box limit too and your time is it actually worth it for you to go buy those other products that are not prism that's something that you're going to have to do uh the calculations on and see if it makes sense for you all right so what should you do if you want to buy this product i'm going to give you some options here all right so given the these numbers and the odd chances that we actually find this product in the stores what should your game plan be if you want to resell this product, right? Well, first, first option, right? Easiest one, we want to buy it online if possible, all right? At the original MSRP, that's a no-brainer. That's going to give us the most amount of options, all right? Our second option is we can buy it, obviously, at retail, Walmart, Target, etc. However, given the bad odds of getting this product, if we're even lucky to even find some at this, but I mean, it's just crazy how crazy this stuff is now. I would suggest only going to Walmart or Target to buy with the game plan that you are gonna be holding them, okay? Just given that we're not gonna be getting on the first try, it may take us 10 tries to do this, all right? So plan is to probably hold this box, not open it for at least a year or two until you can make some money on it that makes sense for you to sell it, okay? For example, let's say you made 10 trips to go get this product, which is not out of the realm of possibilities, all right? And you found one box, all right? So $13 a trip, you're at $130, okay? Plus the $20 in product, and now you're at 150 total cost to you, all right? Add your $10 to ship it, and you're at 160, so you should probably be looking to sell this for 300 to $350 to make it worthwhile for you, Chris. You're gonna have selling fees off of that if you choose to sell on eBay, all right? Hey, okay, here's some recent sales on some other years of blaster boxes, all right? So 2019, this is Zion's year. Last one I saw sold for $600. That's, that's a pretty darn good return right there. 2018, this is uh, Luca's year. Okay, these are really good draft classes, these last two I've been mentioning here. $710, all right? That's also Trey Young's year. Uh, 2017, Jason Tatum's year, which is probably a little more uh, accurate as far as comparison to this year's class. That one just sold for $350, all right? 
So there is definitely money to be made by holding blasters and not opening them, right? And this leads me to my third option here, which is just buy the product at the $175 price point on eBay with the plan of just holding it. This is a little bit riskier because your cost of goods is higher, assuming you know you aren't able to hit it uh, going to Walmart and Target in the first couple tries there. Uh, but you know, buying at 175 with hopes of selling to 300 to 350 in a year or two, I, I think that's definitely doable. I, I, th I don't see any problem with that. All depends on what the draft class does. If the draft class is an extreme flop, then of course prices always come down. If the draft class ends up being really good, of course prices will uh, definitely go up there. Downside is you're gonna have to be patient, okay? You're gonna be staring at that box, just wanting to rip it open. Uh, trust me, I, that's why I don't buy sealed stuff if I'm not planning on opening it. I don't have the, uh, the uh, strength to not open it, all right? So it's definitely not for everybody. But again, this is great because you don't have to waste time going to retail, okay? You just buy it on eBay, you, you get the product, you hold it, you don't open it, and you're done with it. You don't have to waste a bunch of time at all, all right? And then the fourth option is just to buy the product wherever you can, wherever you can get your hands on it, whether it's your local card shop, you know, retailers online, and open it, hoping you're gonna hit something big. Uh, with only 24 cards, there's a very, very slim chance that's happening. Don't get me wrong, I really like blaster boxes. Like they're, they're probably one of the funnest parts of the hobby. I really do, because you've got a really low cost of goods and you've got some product in there that you typically cannot find anywhere else. But with only 24 cards, it's, it's just a, the odds are just not in your favor right now. Again, I would suggest just holding on to them long-term, not opening up the box, all right? All right, so conclusion, again, it just really all comes down to what you value your time at. And again, as I've gotten older, I value my time way much more than when I was in my 18 years and 19 years and 20 year old. I mean, geez, man, I just wasted so much time there. <laughs> God, it's amazing the stuff I would do back then. Uh, and again, it just it just comes down to whether or not you think this product is worth your time and worth your investment and if you're planning on holding it, okay? First, you need to decide what you wanna do with it and then decide if your time is worth it. Again, my hope of this video is just to get you guys critically thinking about that in a different way. I really hope this helps you in deciding, you know, whether or not you wanna kind of pursue the retail product there or just buy it online. Again. Do what's always best for you, okay? Don't just listen to always some dumb YouTube guy like me. I'm just trying to present some options to you and get you guys thinking in a different way, all right? So again, hope you guys like this video. Again, comment below. Let me know what you guys think about these blaster boxes. Have you made any money on them? Are you holding them? Are you ripping them? Again, visit the website, powersportsmobility.com. Also, give me a follow over there on Instagram, at powersautographs. I will see you on the next episode.